0: season is underway as we kick off another episode of the Final Score podcast. We are presented by PFP. Greg Swatsek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. And our special guest this week will be longtime Catoctin baseball coach Mike Franklin. And we'll talk to Mike about his team this season and, and what are his expectations. Uh, Catoctin always feels a very competitive baseball team, so we'll see what... Uh, Mike thinks about his squad this season. But before we do that, uh, John Cannon, uh, FMP Sports Writer, is in the studio here with me. And uh, John, uh, we're uh, in between seasons here, uh, and we, we just came off uh, basketball season. Uh, four teams in the state semifinals, two girls teams, uh, made the championship game. Uh, Frederick High uh, went on to win their third consecutive uh, state basketball championship. First team in Frederick County to do that, to win uh, three state um, uh, titles in a row and the Middletown girls also gave it a good run they they fell by five points to River Hill in, in the class 2A championship game I uh, just get your thoughts first on on, on the Frederick girls and, and their
1: three in a row
0: just what will you take away from this team what will you remember about this group
1: yeah uh, well the, the the two things are Michaela Daniels um who's just you know one of the best best players I've seen in my 27 years up here. I mean, there's of course there's all sorts of debate that's going on now. Who's the best? Well, I don't know, but she's very, very, very good. And <laughs> leave it at that. Um, and and uh, aside from her, Frederick's defense is just so uh, um, extraordinary. Really, they um uh, again uh, they rank maybe I can't imagine I can't remember a better girls' basketball team's defense just the way that full court press. Which incidentally, they actually took off to help win the championship game, but but it got them there, and it's, it's yeah. Talk
0: on. a little bit more about that. How they sort of changed. They played zone defense mm-hmm, in, the, yeah. in the championship game, and and even I think Ashley Bush said herself that she couldn't <laughs> have imagined her team playing a zone defense. Why 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 did they do that?
1: Yeah, yeah Polly just uh, they they kept getting layup after layup. They were just gouging them with uh, uh, these uh, drives to the hoop, and uh, so they they bottom line they weren't being phased by the press, the full court press. So. Um, and meanwhile, they were getting, they were killing uh, ca- uh, the cadets inside. So uh, Frederick wisely said, "Okay, we're gonna do a, a two-three zone, and we won't let them inside. And let's see them, make them do something else, like shoot." And uh, they couldn't shoot from the outside. They couldn't hit shots, and they couldn't find a way to get through that zone to pass the ball around to get get uh, get baskets. So. Uh, yeah. Is
0: now, now Michaela's going to graduate, but but Rose Bubakar will be back for, for two more years, right? Right, right. And, uh, and the, the rest of the team, will they mostly be back? We'll, we'll, uh, uh, most of the team is coming back for next year?
1: Uh, fair amount. I mean, Rose is a, it's a nice player to have back. I mean, she's a great post player, but uh, they're going to have to uh, find a – again, their defense will be really good, but they're losing a lot of production in uh, Michaela, uh, including her defense, and she's a heck of a passer, so they've got they got to find a way to make that up. When you when you talk about the greatest girls basketball players in the history of this county, we're talking like Nikki Teasley, we're talking
0: Kara Kinswager of Ligonor. Mm-hmm. uh Michaela would, would does she sort of belong in that class? Do you think, or is, yeah. she, is, is she up there?
1: Yeah, she's in that class. Um, you know, and I also think of somebody like her coach, Ashley Bush, was uh, up there as well. Um, uh, out, of, out of all the ones you've seen over the years, and Sailor Poppenbarger from Middletown will is as well. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get the
0: sailor uh, here now. Uh, Middletown girls gave it gave it a good run that just the slow start killed them against River Hill In that in in, uh, a really slow first quarter they didn't score their first points until there was about a minute left in the quarter and they just couldn't overcome that. uh, as, as, as hard as they fought to get back in the game. Uh, but but Sailor another another terrific mm-hmm. performance uh, twenty seven points fourteen rebounds I mean she basically
1: averaged a double double all season just what, what what strikes you about Sailor she's a matchup nightmare for her teams because I mean <laughs> she's six foot two legitimately they aren't making that up that's not that's not padded okay so if you have a big girl you can try to put her on her but let's face it most big girls in high school aren't aren't as quick as her she's quick and she can shoot. Uh, shoot three pointers and so your typical six foot girl is going to have trouble guarding somebody like that so then what do you put a guard on her what well, if you put a guard on her she, she's not going to be able to get anywhere near blocking those shots or trying to contest those shots and uh that's a real uh, that's a problem for teams and uh and she could pass i mean if they double team her, which they do a lot of times, she's an exceptional passer so she just and she's not just passing but she sees the court well. So um, you know, you can put two or three players on her, but then you risk having her find that open person, which she often does, and you're going to give up points that way.
0: Yeah, she's already scored a thousand points in her career. She's only a sophomore. Uh, she'll be back for for two more years, which. When- you imagine she'll only get better o- over those uh, right. two seasons. Uh, Middletown should be back. I mean, they, they return uh, most of their good players next year, so I think mm-hmm. they'll have a real run mm-hmm. um, at, at the championship next year, probably against River Hill again, who who, who returns a good uh, core of their team. So it'll be interesting to watch that. And uh, Sailor Poffenbarger, we should uh, point out, uh, was invited this week by USA Basketball to participate in their um under 19 uh, national trials so we'll have to keep an eye on that is as uh, mm-hmm. she heads out to um to Colorado Springs uh to the train and uh tr- and try and earn a spot on the team so um yeah basketball season it's it, it, it's a long grind it, it, it seems from, <laughs> yeah. from 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 the end of November till uh till uh, early March middle of March but we made it and uh, look forward to the spring season although uh here we go again uh, w- 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 with the rainy weather so Great. hey John thanks for coming in I appreciate it as well. Appreciate it as always, and uh, we'll be right back with Catoctin baseball coach Mike Franklin.
1: Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. Be faster. and train because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible.
0: I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. We are back here on the Final Score podcast, so I really appreciate you joining us. And on the first day of the spring season, much like last year's spring, it rained like cats and dogs, folks. And a man very familiar with that, because he's the caretaker of the baseball field at Catoctin High School, is their longtime coach, Mike Franklin. And Mike is dry enough... Uh, to uh, join me in the studio here today. How are you, sir?
2: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Greg. Really appreciate it.
0: I, I heard you were driving through the snow, though, to get here.
2: It's crazy. We're up there working on the field, and then the snow just comes down. Typical March... 21st weather
0: right it feels like the start of spring right (laughs) you you know it's spring when when it when it starts to snow right amen yeah hey before we get into your team and and, in the season ahead i mean you're a fan of frederick county sports and big time and we we just had four teams playing the state basketball uh semifinals the two boys teams they bowed out in the semis down at uh, university of maryland but hey the two girls teams uh Girls teams, I'm sure you're very familiar with, especially Middletown uh, got through. Just, w- just what's your take on the on the girls teams that yeah, getting through it, to the
2: state final? It's so exciting, isn't it? Uh, I was at the Middletown Oakdale game. And, How about and that? I saw you there. Uh, Amy is just an awesome um, um, coach and human being, and, and and the Oakdale coach does a phenomenal job uh two great coaches two great programs and to watch the atmosphere that's everything high school sports should be about i mean that was a packed house not a seat to be had
0: and, and middletown showed out really well too oh i mean it, it almost felt like a home game at times it for really middletown. did yeah
2: but the atmosphere was, it was electric wasn't it yeah uh, that was that was one of the coolest uh, events i've been to in a long time
0: and would not you like to have a player like sailor uh poffenbar
2: oh my goodness we could win some games with her couldn't we
0: yeah exactly so uh hey uh Last spring, it rained so much. Have you ever seen a spring like that before?
2: Never, never. That was the wettest spring I'd, in my 23 years. That's the wettest spring I've ever been a part of. It was insane.
0: Yeah, and here, and here we are. We're already off to a great start this year with like two inches of rain yesterday. How, how is the state of your field? Well, what's it like right now? I, think, I know you've been working hard on I
2: it. I think this week most teams can get out and play. You know, I, I, I do, but the problem is now we're two games back. Everybody's two games back already. You're playing four games a week. Which brings into play your number, you know, seven, eight, nine pitcher on your staff are now relevant because they're going to be, you know, contributing major innings in, in, in pivotal games.
0: Yeah, and uh, tell us about your team uh, this season. Uh.
2: Our team, I'll tell you what, it's the youngest team I've ever coached. Um, I'm excited though. It, it's it's you know, I tell our guys it's kind of like a seal team. You know, when we train a, a group of guys to go in for a covert mission, they they keep the group <laughs> small. They don't send the whole you know military in there. They they train. Uh, uh, faster when there's a smaller group. Practices are fun. Um, we're young. We have one kid that can drive to practice, so we have one senior, literally. Who's and, that? Uh, Mark Rogers. Okay. Um, great kid, great leader. And then uh, you know a bunch of young guys, and we're trying to find our way.
0: Okay. How how many seniors on the team, if any? Just one. One one senior. Wow. Mostly. Some juniors after that, or is it uh, per-
2: three juniors and then all the rest are freshmen, okay. sophomore? I mean, we're almost a JV team. Wow. But that said, I mean, I really like them. Um, they're fun.
0: I was going to say, do you like the challenge of, of of coaching a brand new group?
2: Almost, they're hungry. You know, the younger kids are hungry. They're yeah, fun. They they, they 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 really enjoy practice. A lot of this is new to them, so I have to have more patience, which I'm working on. But they're hungry, and uh the drills, the the the, the fundamentals. I mean, it, it's fun. Like this is the you know what we call the alphabet days, where you're just. Really working on the fundamentals. The the Bruce Lee quote: "I fear not the man that uh, does yeah. ten thousand kicks one time. I fear the man that does one kick ten thousand times." We're practicing, you know, until it becomes habit. A, a young team, but do these kids have baseball experience?
0: Have they been oh, playing baseball growing up?
2: Yeah, they do, and they're they're talented. I mean, I'm not to say that, that, that you know don't feel sorry for us. They're they're young, but there's they're some talent out there. One of you know one of our left-handed pitchers committed to Virginia Tech. Who's that? Uh, Mason Albright. Yeah, Mason Albright, and he he can really throw it. Um, so. You know, we got some kids that can play. The future's bright. I'm really excited. Uh, what do you think the strengths of the team will be this year? You know, um, our defense and pitching. We're pretty deep. We, we, we carry 12 kids right now in varsity, and 11 of them are pitchers. So, uh, you know, that's all. you can never have enough arms, like we're talking with the weather and playing four games a week. Um, it's going to help. So, defense, uh, you know, the offense is always seemingly the last thing that I worry about it's the last thing that comes around, and we'll find a way to manufacture some runs, hopefully.
0: So, you think you'll win a lot, you'll be in some low scoring games, um, <laughs> a, a lot of 2 1 wins, maybe? That's
2: Mike, the, oh, that's the plan, doesn't always go that way, but that's the plan. I, I hope you know we, you, you're talking about basketball, but to use an analogy, you know, you run the it, it, when you got the thoroughbreds and you can run the high scoring running gun offense, right? Uh, that's not us this year, I don't think. You know, I think we're more the Princeton style. Hold the ball. Let's have a low-scoring game, and that's our recipe to win.
0: Do you think you'll get some pop going with the bats eventually? Too? I do. Or, you know, young yeah.
2: kids are always slow starting offensively. So by middle of the year, I think we'll be a different team. Yeah, you know, we we do some things, some different things up there at Katoctin. You know, we do our two-strike hitting is is a slash. We're trying to put the ball in play, never strike out, never pop up, and it takes some time. It takes some time to get that's new to these guys. Right, but we'll get there.
0: Have you had Katoctin baseball is always. Uh, highly regarded one of the one of the best teams in the region, if not the state if you had to dial back expectations this year a little bit, given the team is so young
2: uh no, no, the standard doesn't change. I still have a very high standard for these guys. I yeah. think you know uh, uh last year we're 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 in the tenth inning to the eventual state champions, you know um but we we lost to Boonesboro in in extra 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 innings while our, our kid on the mound splits his finger open. you know if he doesn't uh, gosh it might be a different story so. Uh, we've we've got plenty of guys back that I think can help us. They're young, but no, I think uh, the sky's the limit for this group. I, I have high expectations.
0: Right, in so many sports, maybe basketball, football, football especially. Like the smaller schools struggle to compete with the bigger schools, but 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 not so in baseball. I mean, baseball can be a great equalizer in that way. I mean, just look look at your region. You have Williamsport, you have Catoctin. you have Brunswick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Brunswick's maybe a 1A school, but still, uh, they're there in your neighborhood. Just why are the small schools in this area so good at playing baseball? You know, I don't
2: know if it's mm-hmm. if it's geographics or demographics. You know, you, you, you take a look. We've I don't, uh, Kevin Kendra, our supervisor athletics, who's awesome, has done this uh, uh, schedule. You know, the last four years we've been a Frederick County-only schedule, so we all play each other. And the records of the, of the 2A, 1As against the 3A, 4As, is about 900% wins for the 2A1As right now. So they have definitely dominated. Not to say that the 3A4As can't play. They certainly can. Um, but I just think, you know, it's a baseball's kind of maybe, you know, sometime a, a sport that, that, that gravitates to the, to the country and rural areas. Um, yeah. Washington County baseball's real big out there, um, real tough. Um, you know, you think about it. We had two of the four state champions in our area last year. We had uh, Boone, Spurl, and, and TJ. Right. You know, we we played four games against those guys. So there's two of the four state champions there. And, and it always seems to be that way. Our region for baseball, it's it's brutal. It's tough.
0: I mean, but the team that gets through it, and what you guys have done, I think, it gets four easy. or five times before, I mean, you're prepared for what you're going to see when you get to the semifinals in the championship game.
2: Yeah. You know, to all all coaches, isn't, isn't scheduling a little bit important? I mean, you really find out who you are during the course of the regular season. And in baseball and softball, you really have 20 scrimmages to get it right. Everybody gets in playoffs. So, you know, to not play a, a good schedule that prepares you – it just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Right? You know? Is, is Thurmond, is, is it a baseball town, would you say? I mean, Br- oh, Br- Brunswick's a baseball town. Thurmont, they love baseball up there. Absolutely. But, but, but they love their football and other sports too. Sure. But would you say baseball is maybe? Oh,
2: the, the Little League programs up there are yeah. very, very important to that town. The coaches in the community do an awesome job. You know, they support them. You saw the ESPN group uh, two years ago. You know, oh, yeah. They made it really, really far. So, yeah, it's it's big.
0: Right. Uh, your your kinship with the coaches too. It seems great. Like you're you're great friends with the Williamsport coach. I mean, just uh, Phil Rhodes uh, is, is, one yeah. uh, Baker, um, is one is one of your best friends. Yeah. Andy Baker is one is one of your best friends. I mean, just just the the bond you guys have as coaches. It seems we like a pretty cool thing.
2: Good coaches, Greg. I mean, some really great guys. You know, and and so it. it at the end of the day, um, you know, we're going to play each other. You're going to try to beat me. I'm going to try to beat you. But but you know there's there's never any animosity. The coaches help each other and, and root for each other. And when I'm not, you know, playing, I'm pulling for those guys. I really am.
0: Right, and we're we're talking about the big school and small school dynamic, right? Right away, you guys are knocking heads with Ligonor. Uh That's supposed to be your home opener. You were supposed to play it today. I guess you guys were trying to squeeze the game in, but but your field just didn't quite cooperate. And yeah. I know you were working on it probably all day. Yeah. So
2: sadly, we we didn't get it in. We we're going to postpone that, but. But yeah, we'll play Leganor, you know, two two times, and like like a lot of the big schools, we'll play TJ a couple of times and Urbana and all those. Yeah,
0: guys. so so you, again, like you say, you, you never feel unprepared by the time you get to the playoffs or the latter stages of the playoffs, right? No,
2: never. And, and like you know, we just came through. All everybody's done their scrimmages now. We've played the four A runner ups every year. We play you know Chesapeake and and all those guys because you know let's see where we're really at. Let's really get a true assessment. Uh, you've ta-
0: you've taken four teams to the state or. Uh, final, right? Yeah, uh, five, yeah. Five teams to the semifinals, four teams to the final?
2: I think it's six. Yeah, six okay. regional championships. Yeah. Y- you've coached
0: time. since what, uh, I- 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 Catocton, since uh, when? Head coach since 2000. 2000, okay. And then uh, y- you won in 2013. You won it all in 2013. What are your memories from that season and in, in, in that group of guys?
2: You know, just I, I think my most fond moment is looking up at the stands when it was all over and seeing uh, thirty or forty alumni, kids that we had coached in years past, they drove three hours to watch that game, and that that really humbled me more than the you know the, the,
0: the, the whole town of Thurmond probably showed up at, at Ripkin Stadium. They so, did, yeah.
2: To see kids care enough to take a car ride all the way up there just to watch you guys play, it it's special. You know, the, the trophies they'll collect us. Nobody, nobody's gonna you know be too concerned about that. But the relationships, it's awesome.
0: Right before you were a coach you 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 played baseball so and, and you, you growing up as a lifelong sports fan just how, how did you get bit by the baseball bug i was curious
2: you know my path is a is a crazy one i i um i went to locally here to lignore high school uh we we were the first you know uh, i don't know the first but one of the teams that made it to the final four there and back then only four teams got in the playoffs and we faced a, a, a team from um, Arundel that had a guy that pitched in the pros for many years that knocked us out, and it was fun. I went to JUCO, became a JUCO All-American, loved it there, learned a lot. Went to Salisbury, coached at Salisbury, and then I got out and I met um, Tom Sherrod at Catoctin. Uh, he was good friends with with Cal Ripken Sr., who they ran the Cal Ripken Baseball School at the time out of uh, out of Emmonsburg at Mount Saint Mary's. I joined their staff, got to know the Ripkins, worked for the Ripkins, studied under some of the best. Uh, pro coaches in the Orioles organization, the Indian organization, won your
0: championship at Ripken Stadium, of course, and we run so, it there. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was awesome. You know, to learn to be a young coach and learn from those guys, it shaped me for sure. It, it got me a bit.
0: Did Did you grow up? Did you have siblings? I mean, how, how did how did your love of sports uh, start?
2: You know, my, my mom and dad were awesome. They got us. They got my brother and I into sports at a young age, and and it just. You know, I loved it right from the. Was your was your
0: first sport soccer? I mean, a a lot of kids their first sport is soccer. I
2: it was t ball, it was baseball, but I played soccer. I mean, I I played everything. I know my favorite sport, even in high school at Lignore was, you know, uh, whatever season it was. We won a state championship in football too. I love football. I love basketball. I love soccer, baseball, tennis.
0: Well, uh, what was b- baseball was your number one love, though?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, baseball was always my number one love. Right. Who who was
0: your team growing up? Who did you admire? The Orioles? Or, the the um, Orioles, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, was- so. Washington didn't have a team, of course. No, so, yeah. no.
2: And I'm a big Showwater fan, so after they let him go, I might have to go over to
0: talk to Cal. I mean, he might, he oh. might, he might have some pull uh, to, 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 to make some changes. So, <laughs> are you a Nationals fan? Do you like the Nationals? I or, do. Yeah. Scherzer
2: is my favorite Major League Baseball player. Scherzer, Mike Trout. I right. love watching Scherzer right. pitch. He's he's, he's, he's intense. Uh, his bullpens are intense. He's a winner.
0: Who were the players you admired growing up when you watched on TV? Yeah, I like the who, who hustle guys.
2: Yeah. The Lenny Dykstra was was my guy growing up. You know, he was always diving and and running and Pete sweating. Rose, and Pete Rose, those guys. A Ripken, Cal Ripken Senior, never missed a game. The the, the dependable guys, the guys that weren't born with the talent. They, they they had to work a little harder. Those are my guys.
0: Right, and 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 you were good. What was your first position playing baseball?
2: Uh... I, I was an infielder, and man, I don't know that I was very good, but I had the arm to throw it across the diamond. And I think the coach just put me there for that reason. And and uh, and then you learn how to pitch and play all the positions. I had a great, you know, exposure to some awesome coaches. What,
0: what, you grew up in the what the Mountain Area Youth Organization? I, the, Ur, Ur, or, uh, okay.
2: I grew up in Urbana, believe okay. it or not. And so um, at that time, um, was it Luya? or? Um, um, we we were under the what's called the MARVA organization, Maryland, um, Virginia, and so they made all-star teams there and and we would compete with against teams like tommy long and and the uh mason dixon group and and it was it was pretty Did cool. you play legion ball too i did play mount airy legion ball
0: that, uh, for for uh coach richards uh, yes. for george yes coach yes great yeah. guy yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah great guy yeah great coach and, and, and why why did you love playing baseball so much what was it about playing you know it's kind of like
2: golf you always think that that you could do better you know every day you think you can do better and i i ended up you know, even when I was done playing in college and I was working at the Ripken School, I I played semi-pro baseball because I just couldn't get enough of it. And I loved it, you know.
0: But so, baseball is going to be a game of failure, right? I mean, you're going to fail a lot. You have, you have to be able to shake it off, right?
2: Yeah. We, it's funny you say this. So we just had a lecture with our guys today about how we handle failure and how we handle – our body language when we fail. We we literally for twenty minutes worked on our body language when we fail. But what what you do? I you know we we started with a good conversation with the kids like watching these games today um, in, in in the March Madness. I mean it's the greatest time to watch TV and you can learn a lot from these guys. You know how, how do they how do they look when it doesn't go right? You know how do they respond? Do they you know you make an error and you're right in a game that you fail over and over and over again? How do you how do you handle failure? Because if you can't handle it, you're not going to go too far in this game. You know?
0: how, how did you handle it as a I, as a young kid?
2: I, you know, I had a dad that was in the military. My dad was a chief in the Navy, and so leadership was his thing, you know. And so uh, uh, I was not allowed <laughs> to handle it any other way. But, you know, you take it and you, and you learn from it and you grow from it and you handle it and, you know, you manage your emotions. And, yeah, I was – I think uh, I remember one incident once when I was a real little kid. I threw, I threw my back to the ground in frustration, and, you know, my dad really lit me up. He really lit me up and taught me that – and you know, winners don't do that. It wasn't the bat's fault, you know. Me doing that, it's just just not being able to cope with with my emotions, be mentally strong.
0: I was going to say did you wear your emotions on your sleeve, or were you were you reserved? Uh, were were you sort of more steely? Or and it was
2: tough to know how what you were thinking? Or I think it depends on the sport. You know, if you talk to somebody that that played baseball or basketball with me, I think they'd say I was very mild mannered. Football, I think I was a linebacker, at over, and. Uh, that probably brought the worst. You you, you, <laughs> you, ha- you have, to, you have to. You you can't be. Sto- you can't
0: be a stoic. There's no such thing as a stoic linebacker. Yeah, is, 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 is there yeah, you, yeah. You have to be a
2: little. The juices uh, get flowing a little bit, and yeah, right. I might have talked a lot of trash back in the day, looking if, if you can believe it. Now I, I hate guys that do that. I would. The guy I'm now would never have been friends with the guy I was back then. That's for sure.
0: Right. Uh, when you're arguing with an umpire, I mean, are you, are you trying to be as civil as possible? I mean, I, uh, when you're questioning a call, or yeah, I've
2: never been thrown out of a game. I, I try not to argue ever with umpires because, again, you know, we're tr- we're supposed to be leaders, and what are we leading when we do that? You know, um, I don't believe in getting thrown out. I don't think my team is better with me sitting in the parking lot than they are with me there. I can't lead. I can't coach. I can't teach. And again, the teachable moment. You know, we're telling our kids to manage their emotions, and then. As coaches, you know we need to be yeah, have the same to set accountability, right? Yeah, and, and those guys, honestly, the guys are pretty good. And and on a close play, one of the two coaches is going to be upset anyway. I mean, you really think about it; it's it's it just doesn't make sense. You know, those guys are doing the best job they can. I'm going to make a mistake as a coach. A player is going to make a mistake as a player. The umpires they're going to make a mistake or two too. You, you couldn't get
0: an, yeah, you couldn't get enough of playing baseball. But did you always think that coaching was? somewhere in your future
2: growing up coaching and teaching you know it's funny I, they say it's the next best thing I, I'm, I'm I'm at Ligonor and and, and and I had two good guys they were really good guys um but they let me we, we needed a catcher that year we had everybody coming back from a team that we knew was very very good we ended up again going to the state championship there we lost but we didn't have a catcher so someone had to step in so I you know I was a center field I ended up catching out of necessity my senior didn't really even know what I was doing but that's where I think I really learned how to call pitches I learned to, to lead a little bit
0: I'm, I must have been in, what did you think when you when you stepped behind the plane for the first time
2: it, <laughs> it was scary we had a kid named Matt Plunker and he was throwing you know upper 80s low 90s and I was self defense I think at that point but I did but you know you learned okay how do we you know how can I how can we beat this hitter it became a, it became a little bit of a mind game I go to FCC and while I'm at FCC our coach um, had to leave in the middle of the season So our assistant coach becomes a head coach. I become a player and assistant coach. I'm driving one of the vans everywhere we're going at FCC, and I really got you know I think that's where God really drifted me into into coaching. I was you know I'm I'm 19 years old and I'm telling guys you know in the van where we're going, what we're doing. You know, coaching. Them.
0: How did your teammates uh, react to that? I mean, because they're your teammates and then all of a sudden you're giving them instructions and, and it's a weird dynamic, isn't it?
2: It is. It is. I, I was pretty fiery and I really supported our, our coach at the time. So I didn't give him much of a choice. You know, I guess that's where being a linebacker helped back. Then. Right.
0: So you yeah you had, you had spot yeah. duty behind the plate. How many games did you catch? It's, it sounds like you did it for, for a while.
2: At the high school level, the whole season, the entire season. And, and again, that's into, into the – Where you're like, hey, coach. Where you're like, hey,
0: coach, I'm a center fielder. <laughs> What's all this catching you know, I stuff? I wanted or... to win
2: so bad that I was all in. I didn't mind it you know, because yeah. I knew if it wasn't me, we weren't going to – no one else was was going to do it, and if they did, they wouldn't do a good job. So Right. Uh, where
0: did your unselfishness come from, Mike? Because you're one of the most unselfish guys I know, and you're always you're always preaching that too. I mean, was was it your 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 parents, a, a friend, a grandparents who who instilled that in you that that leadership quality?
2: Well, uh, th- thank you. First of all, it's kind of you to say that. And I, you know, I grew up uh, the the son of a Catholic mom, um, and so you know from an early age she she taught me right from wrong, and, and, and a military and dad, a military right. dad. Yeah. So that combination together really. Yeah, you know, be humble or be humbled, as the saying goes. And I share an office for the last 23 years with one of the greatest guys you can ever meet, Coach Doug Williams, our football coach. And, uh, you know, he, he he's rubbed off on me. He, you know, we have these talks, and he, he constantly breaks out his Bible and talks to me and, 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 you know, gets me to see the big picture.
0: Right. How did you wind up at Catoctin High School?
2: Uh, so, funny story, I, I my first year I was actually at Thomas Johnson High School. Uh, there was a teacher there that taught for three days, he had enough retirement saved up, uh, sick days that he took sick days the rest of the way. So I met TJ back when it was the middle and high school together. Terrence Morris was the the star basketball player there. We had kids grade six through twelve. He went, you know, started Maryland. Right working the alongside bit. like Tom Dickman and those guys and Greg, I was uh, I was I was wide eyed. You know, I couldn't have been more blessed. I had Chuck Nichols in my office, the greatest in my opinion communicator I've ever been around in my life. You know, he's a world class soccer coach. I got Tom Dickman, the greatest basketball coach. Of all time, um, I, I would and, and I got uh, um, Ben Wright. You know, one of the greatest football players. that did the most with the least, and a disciplinarian. So I was exposed to three of the best coaches you would ever see. I used to take a pencil and go down to Tom Dixon's basketball practice, and even today I pattern my practices after Tom. I would I would write down how he. You know, how he segments his practice. And, and I just, I was a sponge. There was just so much good knowledge there from those guys.
0: Have, have you coached other sports
2: um, besides uh, baseball? I did. I, I coached on football at Picotoc, and, and, and I loved it. Um, I was our JV coach. Um, what, really the, enjoyed it. Doug, had, Doug was too much of a slave driver. He chased you away? Or, 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 he had a what, full what staff. He didn't need yeah. me. He had a full yeah. staff. So he gave me the JVs, and I hired a young kid out of out of college named kurt stein ah and so uh, pretty, kurt kurt stein pretty, pretty was a pretty good coach himself years and i was mentoring this young kid who i knew from day one had from, from west virginia from right. west virginia for yes sir and i said from day one i said man this kid he really gets it you know and so uh i i felt very comfortable um with kurt right away we had a chemistry and i said all right kurt you're gonna run the offense and then the fi- i'll do the defense and then the next year i said kurt um, I'm probably going to do this for one more year. I want you to be the head JV coach. I'm going to be your assistant now. And so the last year, you know, we got him ready. Then he applied for the Oakdale job, got it. And I've been a fan of his in Oakdale football. And there they are state champs this year. Did, did you think Kurt was since.
0: crazy going to Oakdale and starting a program from scratch? I mean, they didn't even have shoulder pads and helmets when when, when he was hired. There, yeah, so. yeah.
2: But, you know, again, just like all sports, you know, fundamentals are fundamentals. And Kurt knew how to coach. And I knew he'd be okay. And, and now uh, it's great to see him get the fruits of all his labor. And yeah, I mean,
0: look how far they've come oh, from, from winless seasons to the state champs. How, how did you react when, you know, when people when, forget? When, that. When, when, yeah. How did you react when they won
2: the championship? Oh, I was I was I was his biggest fan, you know, and we would text in the in the ga- uh, uh, games leading up and, and and talk about Kurt and his game plan and just listen to what he's you know, he's so excited. And and, and uh, again, he gets it. You know, he put he puts in the hours. I'm well, excited for him.
0: Why is Frederick County blessed with so many great coaches? I mean, it seems like in every sport you you, you find a great coach. I
2: mean, you don't have to go very far. You know, we, we, we do a coaching class in Frederick County. Kevin uh, Kevin Kendro uh, yeah. also mentors our coaches before we before we coach. Every spring, coach has to meet with Kevin, and Kevin says, "Look, you know, this is what we expect of you. This is we want you to lead guys, but we also want you to do a little extra. You know, make make them grow as men and people." And and Kevin exposes us to to coaching stuff he sends emails all the time about quality stuff that good coaches do and then you look around you see so many good coaches you know man any young coach i my, my one piece of advice for them if they're getting into coaching is is find a coach that you have a respect for and, and just study him. you know again i was lucky at tj i just fell into that but but study him. i i volunteered my first year um for no money, for no paycheck, for anything. I just wanted to be around Phil Rhodes at Frederick High. And I went to Phil one day. I was teaching at TJ, and I said, Phil, I'd love to be your assistant coach. And Phil took me in. He had a couple other great assistant coaches. And, you know, just, just learn from those guys. There's a lot, of, a lot to be learned we we got sidetracked talking about great
0: coaching. I I interrupted how how you wound up at Katoctin. So you're at TJ. How how'd you get the call to go to Catoctin?
2: Uh, you know, I through so your connection I, with Tom or I, um, yeah, but I, I I um Dave Marco, Mike Marco's dad, our associate superintendent, his dad uh, gave me an endorsement. I, I I was a um it was for a part time science job, uh, part time science, part time PE. Um. I did the interview, got the job. I think I was terrible in the interview, but they gave me the job anyway because there weren't that many applications. Why do you,
0: you think you were terrible?
2: Oh man, I was nervous. You know, you, it's your first interview ever. You're in a suit, middle of the summer. They're asking me all these biology questions. So I actually taught biology my first year at Catar. Did, did they
0: make you dissect a frog or anything like oh, that? Yeah, or yeah. yeah.
2: And to make matters worse, I'm I'm assisting Tom Sherrod as the baseball uh, coach. I break my jaw throwing batting practice to a lefty. I got out from the L screen and I teach with a broken jaw for six weeks science. Uh, science class up there. It was—I'll um, yeah, never forget it. That was a good first year,
0: right? And and, and so so Tom so got 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 your teaching job. Yeah,
2: Tom, Tom more or less. Yeah. yeah, he was in my corner. Yeah, he was more or less in my corner. And, right, and and the rest is history. I've Been up there for twenty-two oh, great years.
0: Right. You, you teach a coaching class up there, right? I
2: do. I love <laughs> right. it. We have yeah. great speakers in oh, all the time, okay. yeah. and we try to tie them into his careers and this great. Uh, sports reporter comes in there and Who's that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know him real well, and I thank you, Greg. You know that t- to this day, our, our guys talk about A lot of our kids want to go on; they love sports, but they just don't know like how to get there. And so sometimes exposure, like, how do I become a sports reporter? Well, well, that's my day, background. I mean, yeah, I, was, I was I was
0: never going to be able to play anything professionally or at a high level collisionally. So how do I? I love sports growing up. I read the sports page every day uh, at breakfast. Um, as, as a real small kid too, I just loved sports and. And what was my path to stay involved with sports while not being actually paid to actually play sports? So that, that's how I became a sports writer. So,
2: and all you people uh, out there listening, I mean, it's, it, there's there's a job sign. Right. Like
0: well, well, what, what do you hope these kids take from the coaching? They're not all going to, going to be coaches, but some will. And, and what, what do you hope they take from your class?
2: You know, at, at the end of the day, I hope they learn some organizational skills. You know, we try to teach the kids, okay, this is what, this is, you know, look at the game more than it is. We'll do a section on tactics for every sport. You know, look at the game. You know, I... It's, it, there's once a saying that that, that it, it's not about the Billies and Joes, it's or it's not the X's and O's, it's the Billies and Joes. Yeah, you win with good kids. No one's going to argue that. But tell me, coaching doesn't make a difference when you're watching like these NCAA tournaments right now? That the most athletic team, the fastest team, the best jumping team—they don't always win. You know, strategy does matter. I love watching again, uh, speed versus size. Take football. You know, you watch, uh, Ford Hill versus Dunbar in one A in, in the one A West or the one A state championship. You've seen that matchup twenty. It seems like twenty times in the last thirty years, size versus speed, and sometimes size wins. You know, they push them all the way down the field, four yards in a cloud of dust, or is it speed with, with, with you know some of the uh, open offenses? And, and there, there's more than one way to do it too, right, right? Yeah, right. I mean, really look at this game. You know, manage the game. Are you? Do you want high possessions? Do you want minimal possessions? You know, do, if you if 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 you're better than me, your talent's better than mine. Why would I play your game? You know, why don't I slow the ball down? Whether it's basketball, football, minimize possessions. You know, I got a greater chance for an upset. The smaller possessions that both of us have and it's, it's you know coaching's coaching at the end of the day I mean I don't care what the sport is a great teacher would be a great coach you know it's just just how do you manage the game how do you look at the game and-
0: I, I know you have some athletes in your uh in your, in your class that might be interested in coaching one day uh, once they stop playing do you, do, you, do you sense most of the kids there are, are genuinely interested in coaching or some of them just filling out the credit on on, on their on their uh, transcript there. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: no, they're, they're you know, I, I get, uh, now that they, we've got a bunch of alumni graduating that were in the coaching class, um, you know, a lot of those guys are on their way. They're, they're coaching constantly and doing great. Um, and they're doing some other things related to the coaching. Class. We had a kid today speak um, during one of our, uh, we call it a fire to Friday, but but um, we bring in motivational speakers every couple of Fridays. We had a kid named RJ Morris. He runs Crucible Fitness, the Frederick News post best of the best right, yeah. uh, gym for Frederick County. But he comes in, he's one of our former kids you know and to listen to him today fire those guys up and and talk, you know, about the emotional aspects of, of of teaching, coaching and just living. It was pretty cool. So so when we talk about great Frederick
0: County coaches in 10 or 15 years, well you'll we'll have you to thank uh, for for, for, some, for some of these guys, right for inspiring them and sort of showing them the way, right?
2: I don't know if it's me, but if I'm even a little bit, you know, a, a part of their those guys on their journey. That that makes me feel good.
0: Right, so who are the teams to beat? Frederick County baseball this year. I mean, who who who, who, who are you watching out for? Or or, or Washington County too? Because I know they have some big hitters too. They so. do.
2: They do. Tough question. I mean, really tough question. Everybody's got a guy, you know. Usually that's a. But, that's but you a guys, guys all talk. Player. I mean, you know who's got who. So uh, you you
0: and I'm sure <laughs> you're you, really
2: good. to put me on the spot I, here.
0: I, I know you and Mike Fraunfelder and probably you and Phil Rose have had some conversations. So. You know, uh, Frederick a- Andy, looks great. A- a- Andy Baker, yeah. Andy
2: Baker. They got a bunch of studs out there. You know, he's got a, a kid going to Maryland. That's an excellent ball player. He's got uh, a pitcher throwing in the low 90s, Luke Pryor. He's, he's amazing. Frederick's got a great arm. they got a, a kid that's committed to Shepard that, that I think is a is, fantastic. Is Frederick going to
0: be back? I know they've had some lean years in recent I, years. I so. do think
2: so. I think they're going to be pretty tough. Uh, they got a kid named Dixon that that in my opinion is one of the gutsiest pitchers I've seen in a long time. I love the way this kid throws. He was hurt all last year, but as a sophomore, we really look tremendous. Um, I'm excited for Phil. I think Phil's gonna have a a very good team. Boonesboro, you know, the the, the state champs from last year. We're in our conference division, in our region. They they return everybody. They're going to be pretty. Williamsport, tough. Williamsport might be down a just a hair from what they're normally at. Only I say that only because they lost, you know, all their key pitchers. But I'm sure they'll reload. You know, they're they're always tough.
0: I, I know Sam's got a pretty good team at Oakdale. Sam um, probably, does a great job.
2: Yeah. Ligandor, I mean, Sam, Oakdale and Ligonor both should be very very strong. Whoa,
0: what what does Mike have at Urbana? Um,
2: you know, Mike loses his top arm, but you know he's still got a lot of good players, and these guys can coach. I mean, they. These guys find ways to win without the kid throwing throwing really really hard. So, it's a fair fight. And you know, I mean, and you know, Brunswick's going to put it together at some point. Always oh, do so, well, yeah. yeah,
0: with Roger. So
2: yeah, so it's anybody's game. I mean, I, I know that sounds like a cliche, but honestly. You just can't predict who's going to be good.
0: Have you ever thought about building a clubhouse at Katoctin, like like Roger has uh, <laughs> down down at Brunswick? No, you, no. you, you haven't. No, no.
2: You, you know, it's could they could they squeeze
0: it in somewhere on your field?
2: Uh, so prob- might, probably not. So, uh, you know, a bunch of high school kids in a in a in a in a in a closed environment. No, I want them where I can see them at all times. That's probably a good idea. You could, but you could,
0: if you wanted to, you could probably. There's a greenhouse right next to the field, right? You could just take over the greenhouse and, <laughs> and, and, and make it your clubhouse. So. Uh, we
2: we. Could I guess, right. but no, no, that's not in the plans.
0: Hey, Coach Valentine
2: sets a pretty high bar for you guys
0: uh, over there with what she does with the softball team, right?
2: I love her. I, I, I taught Jess, um, and she does a great job. They're playing right now. You know, we couldn't play, and they're, they're, they're playing right now. So,
0: how are they playing on that? Their field's situated pretty low. How, how are they playing on, on a, on a low lying field?
2: It is the most amazing, draining field. I've ever seen in my life. Like they can play in the pouring rain on that field. I don't know what's going on. Because it's all, the surface. everything's going downhill. You would think it's set up to be, to be the worst field, the way it's, the way it's right low lying, but it's amazing. I don't know, I don't know what's going on under the surface, but uh, it's pretty, but Jess does a great job. You know, she's, she's got uh, a, a number of great kids out there too. Their expectations really high. I mean, they're, they're, they're always with the expectation of a state championship. That's how, that's how high the bar is set there. and they. They had some great scrimmages against the three A and four A state champions from last year, and they they held their own. They're going to be tough.
0: Yeah, they're starting with Ligonore, too, two, and, and and that those are typically the two best teams in the county. So that's quite an opener uh, for them too. Yeah. So how uh, how'd you feel about? Uh, I meant to, I meant to ask when when Andy Baker broke through a couple years ago and won. How did how, you feel for him?
2: <laughs> you know, we, there's a brotherhood of of coaches that that were in um, what we call the the, the, the um, uh, diamond uh team and so uh freddie krieger and phil caruso phil was my longtime assistant at 10 years but he was the, before that he was the head coach at frostburg state we all worked together at the ripton school so so they made their own camp and from that we had the williamsport coach dave warren Feltz, andy baker from middletown i uh, i was in there we had about 10 quality coaches i mean really really good guys john lowry from jefferson who's the winningest high school uh, baseball coach in the country. Um, and so all these guys, we, we formed kind of a fraternity, so we all root for each other, you know, when we're not playing each other. And uh, so when Andy did that, you know, Dave uh, and I were, Dave from Williamsport and I myself, we were the two biggest fans. Andy's one of my best friends. You know, I love the guy to death. Um, can't be happier. It's like your brother winning a state championship.
0: Right, and and I'm sure you take some ownership or, or or a lot of pride in the softball championships, too. And those are some of your kids that you teach and work we, with, too. Yeah, so.
2: we love them. I love watching those kids train, watching those kids work out. And, and so when it all comes together, it's like, okay, we just reinforce that hard work does pay off, that kids can work and, and get things out of them, you know. It's awesome.
0: Now we just need some good weather. Uh, that's all we need. No, no snow. <laughs> What's up with the snow up in uh, up in Thurmond well, on, on the second or third day of spring
2: here? So. Our kids have a saying, mountain ball. And right. That's definitely mountain ball when it's snowing when you're trying to practice. So
0: we could have a dry weekend here, so, so maybe the field has a chance to dry out a little more, and you guys think you'll be underway next week?
2: I hope so. We play the state champs on Monday. Right. So, well, I hope so. But
0: you were out practicing. You were outside practicing today. So at least you were outside, not in a gym hitting and stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay. Mike, I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this. I know we've been trying to do this for a while. I'm glad we were able to make it happen today. We wish you well uh, all season long. Uh, Catoctin baseball coach, uh, Mike Franklin, uh, I'm really happy to have him uh, this week on the final score. And my th- my thanks to uh, Graham Cullen for producing and to all of you uh, for for tuning in. Uh, I'm, I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department. And we'll see you next week right back here on the Final Score podcast. Presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance here in
1: Frederick.